Art is too important not to share. Welcome to the Allie and Callie Artcast. Hi, I'm Allie. And I'm Callie. And we are with the Coeur d'Alene Arts and Culture Alliance in North Idaho. Welcome to our very first podcast art cast <laughs> what are we calling ourselves the Allie and Callie art cast that's right I think we're we are the only art cast out there uh, I love that I, know. I love being unique we're original <laughs> anyway tell us a little bit about yourself Allie okay well um I am originally from Virginia and I grew up with a very artistic mother who inspired a deep love of art and the creative process in me. I moved to Idaho when I was 20 all by myself. Oh, That is a pretty funny story, but I'm going to tell that another time. Okay. <laughs> in 1996, I received my commercial art degree from NIC and started my own graphic design business. One day, I was talking to Roberta Larson. You know Roberta. I love Roberta. I know. She's awesome. She's a goer. And yeah, a she is a doer. <laughs> and she's pretty convincing. And she said, Allie, I think you should be on the Coeur d'Alene Arts and Culture Alliance board. <laughs> and uh, so I joined the board. They let me on. Oh. I served for a couple of years. And then I became the executive director in nineteen or 2015. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, it's a it's a really fun job. And you are you are so well known in the community and you do such an excellent job. Thank so you. I just want to thank you in person and thank you for the community for all that you've done for the arts and culture. Oh, sure. I know. Well, you're amazing. So, well tell us about you. Okay. Well, let's see. First of all, I'm a wife and a mother of two wonderful kids and um I'm an actress. I got my BFA in musical theater back in the day. We don't need to say how long ago it was, but it was a long time ago. <laughs> but um, from Loretta Heights College in Denver, and I've kind of performed regionally for over 40 years, but the last 20, I think seven years, I've been in Coeur d'Alene performing mm -hmm. at all the theaters in town. And so um, I actually met my husband, Stu, there. And uh, actually, my kids were in ragtime with me many years ago. So oh, they wow. performed with Coeur d'Alene Summer Theater, my son's one and only show. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> one and done. But um, anyway, so that's uh, my love is theater. But then uh, about 10 or 15 years ago, I started painting. So that, that kind of uh, is a new passion that has kind of taken over my life a little bit. And actually, during COVID, I've... I've learned a couple new techniques, and now I do resin work with my husband, and we do cutting boards and blah, blah, blah. Anyway. I know those charcuterie boards that you and your husband are making are absolutely beautiful. Thank you. They're really fun to do, and I'm glad we can do something together. Mm -hmm. And um, I'm also on the Coeur d'Alene Arts and Culture Alliance board. I started back in 2017, and... What a great board we have. They're so supportive and just, um, it's just been great to get out there in the community and see other things besides the theater community. I've seen so many new musicians and artists and, and they're so welcoming and I just love Coeur d'Alene for that aspect and um, I guess hey. that's, that's it for well, me. And now you're our new board chair. Oh, that's right. That's right. I'm the boss. Before we get too much 
much farther, I just want to let you know that our goal with this podcast is to inform, educate, entertain, and to keep arts and culture alive and kicking in our community and yours. And I want to do a special shout out thank you to Hera Allison Photography. She yes. came in the other day and took some promo shots for her. So um, think of Hera Allison Photography when you're. She does a wonderful of, job. She does a wonderful job. She made job. me jump high. And when you. Right. <laughs> You'll see the photos someday. You'll see the photos someday. <laughs> anyway, anyway. Uh, it was really great. Also, I'm not quite sure how long it'll take us to get these podcasts out, but March is Women's History Month. Yeah. So uh, we're at the Hive uh, recording this um, podcast, Artcast. Mm -hmm. And uh, this is a new studio, and uh, you should check it out. Um, I'll tell you more about that later. But right now, I want to talk a little bit about the Women's History Month. Uh, we're celebrating the contributions of women in the events in history, culture, and society. Uh, Women's History Month came about, um, about a national celebration started in 1981 when Congress passed and requested that the president proclaim the week beginning March 7th, 1982 as Women's History Week. And then throughout the next five years, Congress continued to pass joint resolutions designating a week in March as Women's History Week. And then, in 1987, after being petitioned by the National Women's History Project, Congress then passed a designated month of March 1987 as Women's History Month. Wow. I know. I think a month is way more <laughs> adequate than a week. I do, too. <laughs> so it's just between 88 and 94, Congress passed additional resolutions requesting and authorizing the president to proclaim March of each year as Women's History Month. And congratulations, Congress. Yes, thank you so much. So um, as I was in researching some of this, I ran across this letter from Abigail Adams, you know, uh, the who um, her husband was John Adams. And the she wife wrote, of the second president. That's right. And she wrote a letter to John and the Continental Congress on March 31st, 1776. And it goes like this. And by the way, in the new code of laws, which I suppose it will be necessary for you to make, I desire you would remember the ladies and be more generous and favorable to them than your ancestors. <laughs> remember, all men would be tyrants if they could. If particular attention is not paid to the ladies, we are determined to foment a rebellion and will not hold ourselves bound by any laws in which we have no voice or representation. Ah, brilliant. I love that. I love that. That's <laughs> perfect. Anyway, so congratulations, uh, women. Yay. Looking to sell or seeking that dream home? Nancy White of Coeur Portfolio Real Estate is not your average real estate agent. Known as the real estate queen, Nancy has consistently garnered awards and accolades in sales production, education and leadership while continuing to volunteer locally. And she is an avid supporter of our local arts community. Coeur Portfolio Real Estate promises local real estate expertise plus concierge level service. Call Nancy today at 208-818-1126. So on this first 
day of Women's History Month, we have here a woman who has had a huge impact on this community, as well as the state of Idaho, mm -hmm. and has led the way in the arts, the environment, human rights, and more. We are so pleased to welcome Mary Lou Reed with us today. Yay! Thank you. I'm delighted to be here with you, and I do feel very much every day a little bit more like history. <laughs> along with her environmental <laughs> attorney husband, Scott, founded the Kootenai Environmental Alliance, mm -hmm. the Idaho Conservation League, and she helped found the Human Rights Education Institute, working as an advocate in the Idaho Panhandle. And let's not forget, she also served as our state senator from 1984 to 1996. <laughs> She once served as a board member on the Arts and Culture Alliance and was very involved in the beginnings of Art on the Green. So welcome, Mary Lou, and let's hear about Art on the Green. Yes. Wow, those are some good yes, stories. Yes, I love talking about Art on the Green because it's sort of a love story. <laughs> and it goes like this. Um, Sue Flamia, along, I don't have the right date, but it's late in the 60s. 1960. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't go back to 1700. No. <laughs> uh, brought some of us together, and that included, the some of us included the Barry Schuler, who was president of North Idaho College, which was very important, and some business people. And it was Pat Flamia. She asked him to be the chair of a new committee to to form a festival organization, an art festival. And um, so we carried on and uh, met from time to time. And it was really kind of strange that after each meeting, uh, we didn't all go together to have a beer or something. Uh, we just sort of went our own ways. Well, it turned out that Sue and Pat were getting acquainted and they actually oh. were courting. Oh. <laughs> and they were truly the founders of uh, Art in the Green, which has been has had its 50-year uh, celebration. Mm -hmm. Didn't have it last year. I think we're going to have it in August. The plan mm -hmm. oh, is I hope so. mm -hmm. to have Art in the Green because it is outside. The first two years, it's very amusing that we thought we were so clever. We had the the arts hung uh, on the on the fence, etc., of the downtown tennis court. Well, that seemed like such a good idea. It had a gate. We could the the art would be safe. Only it turned out that this was in August and it was hotter than you can imagine. <laughs> and we just bore, broiled and boiled. Mm. So after two years of, of steaming it away on the court, uh, tennis court, Barry Schuler, president of NIC, offered the campus at North Idaho College. And so it's been on, the art in the green has been on the green lawn of um, of North Idaho College from um, well, like we don't need to worry about dates, but no. it's, but it's <laughs> right. been it's been a like about forty eight years. That's great. Yeah, that's yeah, amazing. So that, that you know, forty eight and two are fifty. Mm -hmm. So there's been a fifty year anniversary. Mm -hmm. Anyway, the it was very uh, sweet that Pat and Sue eventually got married. 
And they have considered Arden the Green to be really their love child. And they, they kept with it, supporting, making it stronger uh, for all the years that they lived. That's so, that's what an amazing story. It is. Well, it is. It's a lovely story. And uh, because the community came forth and we've had volunteers every year in charge of uh, the food booths and the um, beverages, etc. And that's where the money's been made. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's one of those things that we have to start recruiting a new batch of volunteers in order to continue it mm-hmm. on. Right. So there's going to be a, a, a need for the community to once again come forth. And uh, I have to say that it's always been a lot of fun mm-hmm. because you know it becomes a yearly thing. People see each other, they get mm-hmm. together. and A and time but, to run into people you might not see otherwise right and there are people come home to from from other places where they've scattered away but they'll come home for uh, family reunions Mm -hmm. and there's always wonderful uh entertainment Mm -hmm. you could probably speak to that oh yeah have you sung i've sung a couple of the greens with a couple of different theater theater well mostly coeur d'alene summer theater we've done a couple Mm -hmm. of promotions when we were doing shows that summer but yeah, I've had lots of friends sing there every every summer. And now I'm not sure about the band shell, or not the band shell, the stage, is, the stage. was hit with the windstorm. But right. I think they, they're they talking about still having entertainment. It just mm-hmm. might be in a different place, but it'll it still might be look a, a little different. It'll look different, but it's as far as I know, I think it's... have the same energy, though. Absolutely. Well, and, and fun the fun times are on... This is over a weekend, so on Friday night or Saturday night, everybody will come forth and dance. We always oh, yeah. dance on the quilt. The quilt is still there, right? The, mm-hmm. In front, the oh, Harold right. yes. Blaze and a group of students uh, put together. They called it a quilt because, but it's really cement, <laughs> and it's uh, a, a dance dance place, dance right. floor. It's yeah. hardly a floor, but Right. Anyway, yeah, it, it's a it's, hard spot to dance. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and and people come and listen and dance and have a great time. Mm-hmm. It's a great so, weekend. Right. Mm-hmm. So it is a it truly is a festival, but it's also a tradition. Mm-hmm. So where did your love of art come about? Well, I don't remember <laughs> ever not loving art. Not loving art. I don't know. Who doesn't? My, my my story is sort of my interest in art started in kindergarten because my mother taught kindergarten in our home, and I didn't start till three. So I went to kindergarten for three years, and she had uh, she had pictures uh, in addition to our doing artwork. She had a lot of old, um, uh, f- fabulous old pictures to show us and of, of artwork from the 17th, 18th, mm-hmm. 19th centuries. Wow. So, and then uh, when I got to college, I took a lot of art history. I, it, I just happened to, fell in love with it, and took every art history class that my college offers so and then um you know 
one lives a life mm-hmm, with right. museums and mm-hmm. and uh, I do not I do not have any particular art creativity uh, talent, <laughs> oh. but I've been an art lover, mm-hmm. uh, an aficionado for a long, long time. That's great. Yeah, well, it's important to have art lovers out there as well mm-hmm. as creators. Mm-hmm. So um, now you also were a part of the very new sculpture at McKeown. Oh, yeah. Oh, Can you right. tell us and about that, was, that? That was such a grassroots um, process to raise the money for that. So it'll be really interesting to hear how that all happened. Well, we had the thought was tossed out there by Terry Lee that he was ready. Well, I think we were nagging, weren't we? <laughs> I've got to remember the whole thing here. That uh, the, the uh, at the at the uh, park, the new park, uh, there were three people, uh, statues that Terry Lee had created, and they were all men. That mm-hmm. was very fine. They have what the miner, the, the, the farmer, old, the the farmer. Mm-hmm. Uh, Construction worker. Right. No minor yet. No minor yet. No minor yet. Okay. Yeah. And uh, there was one other one. Well, I can't. I can see it. Uh, yeah. Well. Anyway. Well. Anyway. Yeah. Some third guy. Yeah. yeah. Third some man. Third guy. Another man. <laughs> right. We so we felt very strongly that we needed to have a woman. Yes. And since it was going to be a special year for women's suffrage mm-hmm. and uh, so Terry proposed uh, the suffragette at least I think he did anyway not because I've always accused him of doing it because he wanted to do the button shoes <laughs> oh, and right. the big hat and the long <laughs> skirt so um, so he had this mind this uh, project in mind and but we needed to raise fifty thousand dollars and some of us just stepped forward and talked to other women, and uh, the women of the community came forward at, with their money, mm-hmm. and we were uh, we raised fifty five thousand dollars. Amazing! It's yeah. wonderful. Mm-hmm. And, and now, that well, you were all a part, part of it. <laughs> yeah. What's well, so a beautiful? Yeah, beautiful we had a sculpture. great dedication on the hundredth. Anniversary. anniversary of the women's right to vote which was yep. really really cool yes yeah. awesome that's great yay so, so how did you and scott become involved with the kootenai environmental alliance oh well there wasn't one there wasn't one <laughs> so you started it right <laughs> right well this was in the 1970s mm-hmm. and the 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 earth had been dis- rediscovered mm-hmm. that perhaps we needed some protection and that was a time in which wilderness was up for uh congress to consider and um Cordelaine did not have uh, anything going and mm-hmm. so at the same time we were starting the Idaho Conservation League but I have to say the Kootenai Environmental Alliance was formed before it, so we were the oh. first mm-hmm. first conservation group that uh, was formed in order to we're we're always concerned about protecting uh, Kirtland Lake Right. And, uh, and we were concerned about uh, the legislative actions that were needed. 
So um, a group of us got together and we had lunch once a week at the Iron Horse mm-hmm. for uh, on Thursdays and the Democrats were on Fridays and and we had a lot of Iron Horse food. Anyway, the Kootenai Environmental Alliance goes on. It has a new director, mm-hmm. and we certainly wish um, them well. Good. Yes, I read about her in the paper, or maybe it was in the email the other day. Um, she sounds awesome. I'm looking forward to meeting her. Well, I think she probably should also be sitting on your board because Ooh. she's... She's been uh, living and working in Ashland, Oregon, which is the seat of the Shakespeare Festival in Oregon. Mm -hmm. Right. So uh, she brings uh, that with her. Mm, Yeah, yeah, we'll definitely have to go make a connection there. Knock on her door. Exactly, (laughs) exactly. Did you know that right here in Coeur d'Alene, Idaho, we have one of the nation's premier anti-bullying programs for students? Since 2006, Stu Cave and the Ovation Company has been helping students and educators reach their full potential by following this simple philosophy. Work hard, play fair, be kind. For more information on how to make your school a kinder place, visit www.ovationcompany.com. So um, let's talk about the Human Rights Education Institute and tell us a little bit about um, your involvement with HREI. Well, that was another situation where we were given uh, money and we had a a group uh, that was formed that had some uh, interest in history with human rights and... uh, so we formed the Human Rights Education Institute, which Jeanette Laster has sort of revived mm-hmm. as some of the rest of us kind of dropped out because right. we did have a gift of a million dollars and um, we thought we would be able to raise more than we were able to. Mm-hmm. So we couldn't raise enough money to keep it going. Mm-hmm. and it's But it's been revived and... Um, uh, and, and Jeanette just won a couple of awards too mm-hmm. for that, which is pretty exciting. She deserves a lot yeah, of. She of, works really uh, hard. Mm-hmm. Congratulations, etc., for what she's been doing. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it looks like you. Well, as you were a senator, now it looks like your son and maybe um, some other family members are involved in politics. Tell us a little bit about that, Mary Lou. Well, of course, this uh, the Arts and Cultural Alliance is a nonpartisan group. Of course, it yes. is, and so it has to be clear. Absolutely, that, that when I talk, uh, I'm a I've been a lifelong Democrat, and uh, my son Bruce uh, was particularly helpful when he was oh I think he was probably in the he was twelve maybe thirteen. He and his buddies would deliver. Uh, information, uh, <laughs> pass it out, and uh, so he—he's uh, the one who's ended up um, in Washington D.C. and he mm-hmm. served in the cabinet for uh, Clinton, and um, and now he and his daughter are both in the White House That's with so cool. President Biden. 
So I'm proud of him because he's the smartest one in the family. No, you know, the grandchildren are smarter, <laughs> right. probably. But, you know, we... <laughs> right. Well, it's so, your granddaughter that's working. Right. The granddaughter, uh, Julia, is... Um, coordinator of the Oval Office. I love that. That's her title, <laughs> but she's not the boss. Right. <laughs> but that's a pretty big job, Well, of course, the president's the boss, but she's one of several people who are uh, helping in the office with the president, and uh, she's having a great, great time. God, that's so cool. I and you that. have got to just be the proudest grandma ever and Mom so inspiring and for them oh yeah I mean come on right well you know it's it's I think it's wonderful when young people who have an inclination to get involved in, in politics if they they have to start at the very ground level mm-hmm. yeah passing out flyers sure. and uh, yeah Bruce always talked about how he learned how to deal with uh, uh, Preble, because he was put passing out bumper stickers for Democrats at the fair, oh. and had to, had to re, you know, had had to respond to quite a few criticisms. Right, yeah, so, I'm sure, I'm so, sure. So that, <clears throat> wow, must um, be so proud. Though. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, um, you know, polit- I, I think it is important that to remember that our is absolutely has no no political right absolutely no political no No. we only brought that up because we know you're proud yeah (laughs) and then you did tell us one time that julia she what was about the wardrobe oh Oh, that's right because this is fascinating yeah (laughs) julia when she found that she was going to have a job at the white house um of course was like any normal young person um, she didn't have a lot of dress clothes. Mm-hmm. So she discovered in Washington, D.C. that there was a place where you could rent clothes by the month. And so she's renting her, her clothes that she's able to wear to work uh, as a receptionist. And, <laughs> I think that is so fun. <laughs> and I think we all think it's so hilarious because... <laughs> It sounds like fun. Right? <laughs> On the other hand, um, I don't know, you know, if you're going to change your clothes every month, um, that yeah. takes time. That's true. So right? I haven't found out whether or not she has somebody <laughs> in the rental place who sort like of has figured out. Her. Is her uh, style? Yeah, her, her style. Dresser. A personal dresser. Oh, I want one of those. I do too. Wouldn't that I be nice help. to have a dresser? <laughs> Actually, Wonderful. I want a personal hairstylist, somebody that will do my hair every day. <laughs> <laughs> right? I take it all. I need a full makeover. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, Mary Lou, it is such you are such a treasure. Yes. Oh. I am. I consider myself so honored that you're my friend. Oh, mm-hmm. uh, well, I am so proud of you. <laughs> Both of you. Thank you. Cassie, for her long um, time that she spent entertaining in the <laughs> summer theater. Yeah. And yeah. and you now are doing a marvelous things. Do you want to talk a little bit about 
the, well, we, the uh, latest news? Well, the latest news is that uh, we put it out there that we want to cover for the Riverstone stage yes. because it was named the frying pan by several <laughs> bands and an yeah. article came out and I don't want to say who uh, donated, but we got a very substantial donation today. So um, we are well on our way. We are between Idaho Central Credit Union mm -hmm. um, and some individual donors and it looks like Ignite CDA. Um, we are going to get that cover up this year. Well, and then t tell us about the, the what you have lined up for the concerts. For the concerts, we the, that are going to go under the that's the, right the right. frying pan. They're so lid. Much fun. Well, we're um, we're starting the season on July first. They run the concerts run every Thursday, mm -hmm. um, six from to six eight. to eight. Mm -hmm. And our first concert opener will be the Rub, which is oh, our own Michael Kep is on our board, and yeah. um, they're pretty popular. And we thought it would be really fun to have a a well known band help kick off the season, especially celebrating the fact that we have the new cover. Mm -hmm. Well, and we can all dance, and That's we can right. all dance, oh, and yes. we will have we will be featuring jazz and a little country rock and a little alternative, alternative reggae. Yeah, we just heard um, them yesterday. We did, and we're excited to They're have fun. them. Um, we have a great season lineup, including I'm work, still working out the details with the symphony, but we'll be having the symphony on one Saturday in mm -hmm. August. So it'll be a great season of music. And um, the fact that we're outside in this pandemic as we, you know, as we hopefully are, are moving towards the corner. back to, you know, more normal gatherings um, to be able to host these outside where we can be relatively right. safe. Well, but we really still important. could dance in our masks. That's right. right. You can we dance could. in masks. And That's be right. careful distancing, I'm sure, absolutely. still. Absolutely. In order to have, right. <laughs> to have the concerts. Yes, absolutely. Yes. Absolutely. Well, you had them last year. Yeah, we, we did, did have them last year. And they went really well, and mm -hmm. we had... Uh, People were very respectful last year, yes, for the most part, most wearing part. their masks when they were up moving around, mm -hmm. and, you know, just in that general area. And if they didn't want to wear a mask, it, they could easily watch the concerts outside. From the, the outside little, area. A li the little perimeter mm -hmm. that we had set up, so... Yeah. So, and they're free, and I think that's, that's right. another uh, another point that needs to be made. You um, free for the community. These free are for everyone, right? The Idaho Children Central Credit welcome. Union is our title sponsor this year. Yes, we have Northwest Specialty Hospital, the Coeur d'Alene Casino, and Tomlinson Sotheby's will be our major sponsors, and then we have individual sponsors that will for be coming in for each concert. So it's a real community effort mm -hmm. to put well, these I on. Compliment you both on what you're doing because that takes time and effort, but it's great the way the community responds. Well, it is. It's mostly Allie. Let's be serious. <laughs> <laughs> but you're chair. I'm chair. Well, I I watch over her, and she does a really good job. <laughs> Add a little flair to your special events with Scraps Barbecue, a great catering choice for your next gathering. Specializing in golf tournaments, sporting events, and more, their commercial kitchen can be on site, or you can choose to have a fully catered meal delivered right to you. 
Known for their authentic Santa Maria-style tri-tip and tequila lime fish tacos, they can customize the menu to meet your needs for groups of 20 to 2,500 and more. Contact Kevin at kevin at scrapsbarbecue.com or check them out on Facebook. Well, we want to thank you all for joining us on our very first special podcast, Artcast. Um, Tune in next time. Our guest is going to be Bree Gotham. Oh, she is a little dynamo. She is. She is a local (laughs) talented artist who is carving out a name for herself uh, in Hollywood and beyond. That's pretty cool. I can't wait to talk to her. I know. I know. It's going to be really fun. (laughs) Yes. So, so, I'm Allie. And I'm Callie. And whatever you do this week, make it creative. The Allie and Callie Artcast is brought to you by The Ovation Company, Scraps Barbecue, and Nancy White's Coeur d'Alene Portfolio Real Estate.